One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Michael Sestouli and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today I'm co-hosting with fellow Cinemaze team member Nick Stallone in the first of a new series we're calling Sunday Blockbuster, where we get film industry professionals to pick five movies for their Sunday night. This inaugural episode, we were incredibly fortunate to be joined by Sam Reckman. Sam is one of Australia's rising stars performing his debut feature role in Steven Spielberg's Oscar-nominated The Fablements. He also starred in the 2022 film Ruby's Choice and season two of Amazon Prime's The Wilds TV show. While drinking some Stone and Wood Pacific Ales, we chat about Sam's five movie picks, as well as his inspirations to pursue acting, what it was like auditioning for Steven Spielberg, and where he hopes to go next. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Cinemates. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors now. Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. I am nothing. No. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Too busy later. Sam, welcome to Cinemates. Thanks so much for coming on. How are you going? I'm good, Michael. Thank you for asking. This is massive. Sam, thank you so much for coming on to the first Sunday night blockbuster. Um, first of many, hopefully. Now, this is huge. So we usually are a bunch of laymans here <laughs> at Cinemates, but now we've got a real... Real celebrity in. He's just been in The Fablemans. We saw it the other day. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. Of course Phenomenal. we watched it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're just doing it for the homework, right? Yeah. No, 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 You enjoyed it or? I loved, yeah, it. loved it. I loved it. It was Especially very, your performance, which yeah. we'll talk about we will get. Right. We'll get all into that. Yeah. Um, now, I just want to break the ice, Sam. Mm. I'm pretty nervous. You know, that was us to be broken. I think it's, yeah. We're pretty nervous here, but. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, uh, it's an absolute pleasure, and let's get into it. Of course. Yeah. So Sam, we're here in Blockbuster. It's mm-hmm. a Sunday night, and you got to pick five movies to watch with us. So mm. first movie, what are you picking? First movie. Um, well, speaking of Blockbuster, mm-hmm. apparently Steven Spielberg is for Jaws is the that's where the, the term was coined for Blockbuster. Mm. Yeah. Was it? Um, I, I mean. 
claim it, wouldn't you? I'd, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd claim that. You're Absolutely. basically his best mate. Um, so. <laughs> first movie, I reckon I'd go in Bruges. In Bruges? In Bruges. In Bruges. Oh, yeah, 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 in yeah. Bruges. I yeah. love that Colin film. Farrell. Yeah. Colin yeah. McDonough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, Brandon Gleeson, which they, they all did the uh, Banshees. Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. yeah. yeah Very cool. good. That's a great it. flick. I watched that only for the first time, like a few, not Banshees, but in Bruges. I only watched it for the first time, like, so underrated. Yeah, it's so yeah. underrated. Yeah. It's amazing. Very like fun movie as well. Mm. Quirky. Yeah. Well, like comedy, but there's also some great drama to it. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's full on. There's heaps of Harry Potter cast in it as well. Which Ralph. Uh, Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, was, I love it when I watch a film and I'm like surprised when I see an actor that's it's yeah. like one of their first early yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit, there he exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Is. Great Amazing. film. Okay, so you picked your first film. You've got <laughs> some snacks, maybe some M&Ms or some Skittles. Now... We'll go through the first amount of questions. We want to talk about your early sort of inspiration to get into acting. Mm. So why don't you tell us about Michael Griffiths and how did he inspire you in your early years? Where did you get that name from? We've done our research. We've done our research. Michael Griffiths, yeah. He's, um, he was my, my drama teacher uh, mm-hmm. at Knox um, where I studied. Mm-hmm. And he he literally was that uh, I I didn't study at a you know institution like NIDA or or WAPA, not that I would have gotten into one of those but mm. you know I didn't do the three years four years I wasn't I wasn't uh, patient enough so um you know he kind of was that institution for me when I was mm. when I was studying at, at school and uh, yeah he was an amazing teacher and and a mentor for me and kind of opened the acting world and uh, possibility uh, yeah. to me that 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 this could be something I um he kind of introduced the love. Mm. or uh, acting. Yeah, uh, yeah nice. Yeah. And so you made your CAS and New South Wales representative teams <laughs> in, in rugby <laughs> union <laughs> during high school. And we also saw some great highlights. You got a mean right step. We, we were like, watching all your rugby highlights on prep for this. <laughs> Is it on huddle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but because of that, it sounds like, you know, you were a great sportsman as well. Were you always still encouraged to pursue acting even from kind of the mentorship you had with Michael Griffiths alongside rugby during high school? Right. Well, I mean, that, that was the thing. I was, oh, that footy was everything for me, mm, uh, yeah. you know, from a young age. And that was, you know, the dream was to, to, to play professionally. Um, mm. Like most kids that, that start playing rugby um, have that dream. So um, that was the main thing. And then I had too many concussions and… Uh, oh, yeah. wow fractured my skull and I was like Ooh. you know what I probably should probably should stop playing and yeah, um, I, I finished at high after high school mm. um but you know when I had one of those concussions or, or the the fractured skull I, I I had that surgery one year in year nine or ten and um that was kind of a decision for me to what what else could I do mm-hmm. yeah um and definitely. then they and they <clears throat> kind of divert that passion to, to something else I, I didn't know what that was and yeah. um that's kind of when Michael Griffiths uh Took me under his wing, I guess, yeah. and um, introduced the acting. Mm. Yeah, we also heard that you were really inspired when you watched like a HSC performance of a senior when you were like quite young. Um, tell us about that, and also tell us about your performance, like your final sort of drama performance in the end. I'm a thespian, by the way. So, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I did it all. That was you, you hear these people that have like these amazing stories about you know this is when I you acting was for me, whatever. Mm. Um, and there's, you know, so many fucking great stories and mine's not that inspirational. But um, 
I, I remember sitting in, in like I was in year eight or year seven or whatever and I was, you know, 14 years old mm. and um, watching the older boys do their performances. That sounds a bit weird, but um, <laughs> I was watching them do their their individual year 12 performances, mm. half HSC or whatever, and um, I forgot his name, but um, he did this amazing performance from 1984, George Orwell's 1984. Nice. And it was Great just book. this incredible performance. Yeah. And I was, I was surrounded by my mates, you know, like footy. Footy boys Jocks. and whatnot. Jocks, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, I had this, I was a kind of an emotional, like deep thinking kind of kid. Mm. And I was, but no, no, none of my mates knew that. I was, I was, had a security. Mm. Had your walls up. Yeah, yeah, had my walls up. Mm. And I was watching this performance and I was just like struggling to, to not let my friends see that I was, I was like crying. I was like 14 years old. And wow. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this has just totally mm. affected me. And then that's when I, I guess, like that. I wanted point. to be able to do that, yeah. you know, myself to to do a performance to affect others, yeah, positive, definitely, or negative, or whatever kind of way, um, emotionally. I love it when acting performances move you to that point. That you that that's when you know that they're just so talented. Like when yeah. you feel all that emotion from them. Yeah, and no, they, seriously, yeah. and and, and you, you get those experiences as an audience member mainly, mm. I guess, in theater because that's when you you're in that same room and you feel the awe and you feel the mm. uh, you feel the energy, but um, you know, watching it on Netflix or on your screen is certainly harder. To <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, awesome. So, time to pick your second film. What are you going for? You've got In Bruges in your pocket. Mm. I'd have to say Goodwill Hunting. Nice, good. We've, we've, <laughs> I thought you boys would be fans. Yeah, of yeah. That we, one. We've picked that one apart before yeah, on yeah, a previous episode. That's oh, a good I'm one. Sorry to bring that one up again. No, 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 no. no, 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 no that's that's one of our favorite it's, movies. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. amongst our community. So, yeah. why have you chosen Goodwill Hunting? I mean, the film, obviously, but also, I guess, the story uh, mm. of Matt and yeah, um, it's awesome. and, and how they created this film together. I mean, I don't know. And it's so it's, young. Yeah, I and, mean, it's, yeah. it's just inspirational for anyone to like kind of see that and then for them to create this film and to bring Robin Williams onto mm. it, you know, yeah. to bring uh, who was the director, Gus Van Sant. You know, yeah. it's just like that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, and the, so it's not just the film, but it's like that whole story yeah. Yeah. around it. Yeah, we, in the episode we did on it, we were kind of joking because I think Matt Damon was like 24 or 25 and Affleck was a few years older. Right. And we were, because that's how old we are. We were like, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a crazy. real reality check. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's a phenomenal movie. And yeah, it, it hits you very deep and some amazing performances in there for sure. Mm. And, and I mean, I was watching it the other night with my mom actually. Mm. And um, there was that, there was that quote uh, from the movie. Uh, Will's joke to Sean when they're, when they're sitting one-on-one. And the, you know, the, the one about the airplane, I was, it was, you know, I was on this plane once and hmm. I'm sitting there and the captain comes on the mic and says, does this thing, you know, where we're sitting there at 35,000 feet and, um, <laughs> you, you know, the one I'm yeah, talking yeah. about and, um, he, you know, he puts the mic down, forgets to turn it on and turns it off and the co-pilot goes, you know, all I could go for right now is a fucking blow job and a cup of coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you watch something with your parents, you'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're completely agreeing as yeah. well. <laughs> Oh, Mom's looking at me like, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet. So second film's done. Now we want to know about your audition process. Um, we know you're doing them over Zoom during COVID. Mm. How many other ones did you do before you landed Fablemans? Oh, I mean, yeah, COVID. It was, it was, it was barely anything that came through. Mm. And it was like a, a very strange time to finish high school, I guess, and to, to get into um, any industry, mm, definitely um, like figuring out what to do with yourself. But, um, you know, acting it's, there was nothing kind of coming out. 
Mm. I was auditioning for commercials and then TV and film when they when they came about. But um, man, I did a I did a beef commercial <laughs> a week a week before no way. this this uh, audition came say. through. And it just shows how I can just flip on a yeah. Time, right? Was that? Yeah. Is, can we see that? Like, is that no, somewhere? No, 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 it, come out? it was an audition for a beef. Oh, I was auditioning. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't oh get, my I didn't god! Get the beef the people who did the yeah. beef commercial were probably like kicking fuck, themselves. Fuck, get yeah. <laughs> Shit. That, did you do any like audition tapes as well, or were they mainly Zoom? Stuff? It is. It, it is tapes. So it's all like initially tapes. Yeah. And then um, if you get to like, I guess the end stage of of that mm. process, you, mm. you start to do Zooms or, or you go in person if if it's, um, you know, like a COVID-friendly situation. I yeah. don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I never got a Zoom because I didn't get close to anything. And yeah, this right. was, I guess, yeah. the first opportunity where I came close to something and it's, you know, this untitled project. Mm. You know, it's like, why is it untitled? Are these guys just lazy and they can't think of a name? Or is it, <laughs> is, is it extremely top secret? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was the latter as well. So wow. yeah. that, was, that was a nice surprise. Yeah. And so you were coached by Les Chantry, who's worked with other actors, Australian actors like Jacob Elordi from Euphoria. Wow. Can you share any learnings that you got from him? And do you have any like pre-audition rituals that you used in the process? Like a nice bath or like a dance or something? <laughs> oh, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty superstitious as it yeah, is. Exactly. I, when, I, when I played rugby, I used to wear the same colored underpants. <laughs> Hopefully I, wash. On, yeah, well, <laughs> um, uh, no comment. But I, I, <laughs> when I, you know, I put my left foot on, my left shoe on first, my foot was already wow. on and I put wow. my right shoe on. It was, I was just superstitious as it is. As yeah. it is. So I, you know, there's stuff there. I, with the acting stuff, I I didn't know what you know in the process there mm. is to be superstitious about. So there's nothing really there. But um, yeah, Les Chandler, he's he's an amazing coach. Uh, I remember doing his um his masterclass. It's a three day masterclass, super intensive, and that was just you know it, it, it a lot to digest, but super inspirational. Mm. And uh, you know, you, as you said, there's Jacob Lordy did uh, he got kissing booth yeah. with Les mm-hmm. and um. I worked with Les and then I got, I worked on this tape with Les and then I worked on the Zoom like in person with Les, which was a pretty, so I, I experienced this, uh, you know, getting the audition, getting mm-hmm. the, getting the role in person on mm-hmm. Zoom with him. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. So that was a pretty uh, amazing <clears throat> experience, I guess, to share that with a coach and be like, okay, now we're, you know, got a little relationship here mm-hmm. that we can go from. Um, awesome. But, you know, so many actors have, have worked with Les, the best in Australia, Sam Corlett, um, mm. who's on Vikings Valhalla. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 huge. That's awesome. So mm. we know that you like were getting the Zooms and the callbacks and then you got that email that was like, Steven Spielberg's going to be on with you tomorrow. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. What was that like <laughs> when you open up Zoom? Usually when you open up Zoom, it's like a fucking uni class or like yeah, yeah. Michael's head or something. Like, <laughs> Here we go. You open up Zoom and it's... Steven Spielberg, obviously you were nervous. Like, how did you get through that? Mm. And what was that like? Yeah, I mean, I didn't find out it was with Steven until, you know, days before. Yeah. So those days leading up were, were oh, stressful. My yeah. God. Um, I, yeah, and it was, you know, imagine. with the time differences and everything, it's uh, you're hopping, a bit, hopping on the Zoom at 8 a.m. And it was mm. just, I, which was great. I didn't have the whole day to think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Which that was nice. Rough. What time um, did you wake up? Oh, probably like six or so. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally preparing. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have slept. Yeah. No, no I probably, I don't think I did get much sleep, but it, it was, I mean, that that's, everything was marinating. Um, yeah, of course. Which was probably the best way to go about it. Mm. Uh, 
But yeah, I, I hopped on a Zoom at 8 a.m. and it was Stephen, there was Tony Kushner who wrote it, who's, you know, I studied mm. in school and just, uh, you know, <laughs> so idolized. It's, it's crazy. And then, uh, you know, the producers, Kate Capshaw, his wife. And um, so it was yes. like a chocked cast of people. It was there. like <laughs> 10 or so people Fuck. on the other side of this Zoom. And I'm just sitting on the other side here, just like hey guys. reading with a, with, with a person on, on Zoom. And I'm like, this is, this is nuts. Mm, yeah. um, so I just turned the brightness down. Nice. <laughs> so good. So That's great. Good, so I yeah. couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah, um, good. So that kind of dealt with the stress, yeah. Wow, yeah. fair enough. All and right, you got you got given it in the on Zoom, the spot. right? On the Zoom. So um, did the audition a couple of times, and they they hopped off the Zoom for mm. for about ten minutes, and we're like, you know, we gotta we gotta figure something out here. And then I you know, was sitting there for ten <laughs> minutes, like, mm. fuck, what have I done wrong? Like, what? As soon as, they <laughs> oh, back, as soon as they come back on, like, what can I say? Like, yeah, can yeah. I do differently or something? And then they hop back on, and Stephen was like. Have you got your visa ready? Because we no think you're superb. Way. You got the part. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. Oh my and I god. was like, you know, this is this is like a dream come true. Yeah. Like seriously, it's like a winning the lottery. Yeah. Mm. Um, Can imagine. That's yeah. why I buy a lottery ticket every Sunday. <laughs> 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 no, that's awesome. All right. So you've got two great films already. Mm. What are you picking for your third? Oh, my third. Uh, Tom Hardy in Legend. Oh, okay. I mean, these, I'm, I'm going more more performances than yeah, than definitely. Films, yeah. But these films, obviously, Le- Legend, um, is it the the Cray twins, yeah, the Cray twins, yeah, 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 Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie and Reggie. I've only seen that once a while ago, but I remember I loved it. And he plays the two, so good, like wildly different characters. Yeah, on and that's yeah. why it's, I guess, my my favorite, my, one of my favorite performances. Like yeah. he's wow. playing these two completely different uh, <clears throat> brothers. You know, mm. one being a, a schizophrenic. And one being, well, I mean, both gangsters, but one being, mm. you know, more, more screwed suave on. Suave and, yeah. yeah. Suave yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah, this yeah. sexy kind of, mm. I mean, he is sexy. Oh, he's handsome. And, and, um, <laughs> and just this suave dude. And then the yeah. other one being this schizophrenic. Um, mm. And then, yeah, I love that fucking scene at the end when it's um the fight scene where he's like, this uh, this paranoid schizophrenic walks into a bar. Mm. And then he you know, gets out the, the schizophrenic gets out the bar and just, I mean, gets out a hammer and starts smacking heads. It's, and it's, it's a, a very violent, violent, violent yeah, yeah, yeah. Film, but. It's, good it's Tom Hardy. So yeah, great choice. Go good. Yeah. This would be a great little little watch, little Sunday night yeah. session. Little yeah, I, don't know, I think you have to prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah, absolutely. Watch. <laughs> um, so you've spoken about how once you got the call to be part of the film, you only received an exemption to leave Australia during COVID the day before you meant to leave. Mm. Obviously, also being a huge journey and you had that build up. What was it like when you finally got on set? What was the first day like being yeah, there? And first day on set. That you were actually going to do it. It's like, this is real. It it just all happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was no time to really think about it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I got, I got, the, I got the role uh, on the Zoom and then it was a, a month or so for me to to get the visa and get the mm. get the exemption to leave the country and that was a lot harder than it should have been yeah. considering it was COVID and mm. you know offices were closed and the government yeah. was being really restrictive and yeah. whatnot it would have been a nightmare um, oh, it, was a, it was a nightmare yeah. so I mean I mom helping me thanks mom and um <laughs> And my agents and stuff like that. So I mean, I was kind of sitting back watching them do the work. Yeah. But uh, I I didn't get that exemption to leave the country till the day before. So I didn't feel like I had that role, and I was yeah. you know doing the film until mm. I sat in that plane. And I was mm. like, okay, here we go. Like nice. finally, we've finally taken off here. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, and then you know you, you you get to the get to LA and you're sitting in a hotel on Sunset Boulevard and it's just like this overwhelming feeling. Feeling like I you know got drunk on the plane and was <laughs> you know the the stewardess brought this bottle of wine and I thought I had my headphones on about to watch Dead Poets Society. And oh, I, was, I, was, I was locked in, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know, got my champagne. Yeah, and yeah. This, she walks past with a bottle of wine and I'm just I, I didn't hear her because I had my headphones on and she's like, "Do you want a Do you want a glass?" And I thought she asked if I wanted the bottle, so I took the <laughs> bottle from her and she was pretty confused by that. So <laughs> I, sm- I smashed the bottle. And got to the other side and I was <laughs> I was feeling good on the plane but when I was on the other side I was mm. just like hung over spilling my guts up and I was calling mom and dad when they woke up on, mm. in Australia and I was like this is you know I was emotional I was like what am I doing here like fuck yeah. crazy like I haven't studied properly at like NIDA or whatever and I'm uh, just I'm just too deep you know for I, mm. what have I got myself into yeah um, I don't yeah, know that would have been so there, no no that's fine I, well, well, that's fine that was great but <laughs> we want to know about first day like on set right yeah. tell us about or just and just like set in general like we know we saw the movie um steven spielberg's character sammy fableman mm. uh when he was directing his little like super eight films and stuff he was very like hands-on and, and whatnot with the cast and yeah. with the cast what was he like as a director like was that was that accurate what he was on screen for How sure was he? i mean it, it just he gave the actors the the freedom to to do what they needed to do mm-hmm. and um so for me it was like there was no rehearsal, so it's just you you put in your own homework and you, you turn up expecting or hoping that what you've done is enough, yeah. um, which was overwhelming again. <laughs> um, and so turning up, it was it was it was him just acting off instinct and, and intuition, and it, you kind of just trust, obviously, what's what's going on. Uh, you have to trust that, right? Definitely, so, of course. Yeah, he's got the maestro here. And did you get any good advice from your? co-stars as well like we know that um gabriel labelle yeah was your co-star yeah, he he's was cool man he unreal was, he's yeah, what's he like i mean he's cool uh he's he was 18 i was 19 i was uh, 18 wow. as well and we're mm. just we're just this is our first big thing like at the yeah. same time it was it was nice to share that kind of feeling together yeah. mm. he obviously had you know the, the, the weight of carrying the whole film i was mm. just here to and to be to steven and, <laughs> and to be steven which yeah. is like nuts and i was just there to, to contribute in my way mm-hmm. so I, I i spoke to him a lot we'll stay in the same hotel and uh, we'll mm, just nice. you know riffing off each other of you know what he thought about it and what i thought about it mm. and um he gave me great advice on you know what to read and what to watch and mm. You know, from like other actors and getting advice on that on, on on how to build your own process. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. And so you had a lot of history with theater roles, and you know you've done productions like Animal Farm and Twelve Angry Men. How did you find the kind of filmmaking process compared to what you'd had with theater, like on stage and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Question. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I read that one. Um, I. I mean, yeah. So my only experience, I guess, in in acting was was theater. Uh, mm. And obviously, a completely different ball game. Mm. Um, you know, turning up to to a set uh, for a film, it's it's you know you're doing each shot. It's re- repetitive. You, you you're getting this camera angle. You're getting that camera angle. And um, you know, fortunately for me, having Tony Kushner write this, it was very theatrical the way mm. it was written. So I had that kind of comfort mm. um, in my lines, knowing that I'm delivering the same kind of rhythm or whatever. Yeah. It, it felt safe. Okay. But um filming was just a yeah, a weird kind of process yeah, to be to learn. And it was learning on the spot, which was definitely I guess a, a weird concept as well. Definitely. And it's also like you you gotta sort of when the camera's got a close up on your face, you gotta control every single muscle in your face. Like you Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask what shot it was, how close it was or anything <laughs> like that. Just because I, I that's their game. I'm I'm just focusing on on the performance. But yeah. 
yeah, it's it's weird. Like you 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 you're on the, in the spotlight in a kind of way, and it's um, yeah. you just have to re- remove that and think about what's happening between me and and the other mm. actor, I guess. And that's that's strange. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you obviously had most of your se- or all of your scenes in the kind of high school um, part of the film. Mm. There were some amazing other cast members: Paul Dano, Michelle Williams, Seth Rogen. Yeah, list goes on. Um, what was it like meeting them? And were you a bit starstruck when you met them? Oh man, I mean, I didn't work with them one on one, which would have been amazing. But I was fortunately fortunately able to to watch them on set. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And watch them perform, wow. yeah. which is pretty crazy. So just to watch Steven direct them, um, like the three of them at the same time was cool. Mm. And to see them make mistakes and to to take it back and to mm. you know have a have a moment and for Seth you know to go off and smoke his joint and come back, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like you you get to understand like okay I can make mistakes yeah um I can I can take my um take my time with it and mm. and ask questions and not be not be in my own head about yep. it so it was that would it, was, it was a relief to like see yeah. them Definitely. do their thing yeah yeah very yeah. real and like at the end of the day they're also just humans and they're also actors in their own journeys like mm. they make mistakes and stuff despite being you know as big as you hold them up to be yeah, yeah so i mean i watched them after all my kind of performance so i was like oh shit can i do mine again like, <laughs> I was like I, i've watched them do it again do they it take again. it you know as 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 they did and i was like oh i've learned a few things here can i yeah. go back <laughs> <laughs> nice all right so we're up to your fourth film choice now what are you gonna do 
say Brad Pierce performance in Snatch. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Shit. That's fucking good. Yeah. I love, dude. I'm not going to lie. You like dogs. Yeah, you like dogs. <laughs> I love that movie. I only watched it this year for the first time. Guy Ritchie, man. He's, man, he's Guy Ritchie's so good. I it's the same kind of the gentleman, the yeah. Snatch, the same sort of vibes. Aren't yeah. they? And Colin Farrell, I mean, him, mm. him, and, him and Snatch. Mm. And um, no, he's not in Snatch, but him and the gentleman. The gentleman, well. the coach. Oh, uh, with Fahok. I was in Palm Springs recently for for the, the film, The Fablemans was winning this award, the Vanguard Award or whatever it was called. Um, what was called the Vanguard Award. But, um, <laughs> it was definitely called. Yeah, it was, I don't know why I'm playing it off. But, um, <laughs> I know what it's the called. The Vanguard Award. And uh, Colin Farrell was there and he was receiving an award for his performance in, in The Banshees. Yeah. Um, and I went, I went to the bathroom. Was taking a piss, no looked way. up and uh, looked across the stall and see Colin Farrell there, you know, no piss and cock uh, out. Nice <laughs> <laughs> cock. Oh, hello. Colin, nice to meet you, man. I'm, I'm a big fan <laughs> of your work, not your cock. <laughs> he's, he's cool. He was like, what you'd expect like, yeah. Yeah. in person. He was like, oh, you're that kid from the fucking, the, the Fableman. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I love that locker room scene. That was great. That was. <laughs> You guys killed it. It was such a great film, so beautiful. And I'm like, oh, that's that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah, it was it was a vulnerable moment for for us to share. You know, that's hand great. hand on, um, <laughs> you know, in the, in the, in on the stalls. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Damn, that's great. But um, I mean, fuck yeah, snatch, snatch, yeah. great. Lock yeah. lock stock and two smoking barrels. Yeah, as but well. just I mean, Brad Pitt's like that that character is something you know I'd love to. Mm. Do. Yeah, know, just like a, just a weird kind of you know the. What what do they call him? The the Pikey? Yeah, yeah. Pikey. Yeah, cool it's, I'm pretty sure he because I originally just wanted them to have these like thick Irish accents, and he wasn't going to get the part. But then he came up with this idea of like just being incoherent. Yeah, yeah. Like, he couldn't get the Irish accent. Or yeah, the yeah. accent right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like, well, I'm going to be a Pikey. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just super over the top. I I was I was speaking about this with someone the other day. It's like I feel like that's one of the main reasons why Brad has like just stayed so relevant for so mm. long. It's just because he does all those wildly different roles. And stuff. how cool is that? He can go yeah. to he can he can reach out to Guy Ritchie and be like, I'd love to be in one of your films. Yeah. yeah. Can you please put a character in there for me? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's when you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can know. I can reach out to another beef commercial and, and try to <laughs> like They probably won't have you. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Nice pick. All right. So let's talk about your character in the film. Let's let's uh talk about the film a bit and um Logan. Maybe some like Logan. more set stories. So Logan, what do you think the importance was? in Steven's life at a young age. And do you know if he was actually based off a real person or was he just written in for the film? Yeah, so Logan, he, he was this real um, real person. Mm. Uh, obviously not called Logan. I don't mm. know what his name was. Um, mm. But I was, you know, lucky to have that conversation, I guess, with uh, with Steven mm. on set and be like, wow, this 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 happened, that happened. Mm. And um, I was I was thinking when I got cast, I was like, did he cast me because he liked me or because he fucking hated me? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm this bully. Yeah, that do he, I look like a bully? Like, <laughs> so that was that was a, a coming of terms uh, yeah, for me. But yeah. I, no, I mean, he, Logan, I guess, you know, Steven's character, Sammy, he he just got through life at, a, at an early age, at a young age mm. with a camera. And that, yep. was, that was at school in Northern California. That was his way into acceptance. Mm-hmm. And also it was a tool for him, um, like a, a defensive mechanism. A, a tool to defend himself from, I guess, you know, the bullies um, mm. and, you know, this anti-Semitic kind of 
characters that yep. you know I've played Logan and uh, this other character Chad, Logan and Chad, but um, <laughs> the most jock names yeah, yeah. you could ever think and, of. I mean, I, I was you know when I got the got the part, obviously thrilled. It was like, oh shit, I'm playing you know American high school bully. I don't, I, mean, I don't want to, I don't want to play that like archetype, cliche, that, that cliche so yeah. American high school bully. I want to bring as much to it as I can. Mm. And, yeah, you know that wasn't a conversation that I had with him uh, with Stephen, but mm. that was definitely something that just in myself I wanted to to provide. And you know, if 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 you if you act with, I guess, love and 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 passion with every scene, you know, I think every character in in the film is is searching for connection, for for acceptance, mm. and mm. obviously Logan is searching for that too. Which and then that wasn't written, so it was like, what can I do here um, to make my character more interesting than mm. just like. And it was. I loved. I loved his arc because, like, yeah. he, you could have the character could have easily just been a dickhead and just a villain, mm. but in the end, he wasn't at all. I yeah, there was there was a, a redeeming kind of scene at the end, a defining moment, a redeeming for for Sammy, but also mm. for Logan. There was this. There was a feeling that you're not sure where the relationship mm. kind of went from there. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't negative and it wasn't positive, but it kind of it was like a, a an identity. A, a, a confusion in, in both of their identities um, mm. in that point, but also th- an understanding of one another a bit more. Um, yeah. So it, was, it mm. wasn't, you know, you didn't leave hating the guy. Um, yeah, no, nice. absolutely. I loved how you, happy your, your flip yeah, yeah, of the yeah, bird yeah. when you left. <laughs> that was it. Me, yeah, me and Michael lost it. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, also, part of, like, great performance. Absolutely loved it. Um, but we thought that your American accent was amazing was and really flawless. Good. Did you have any, like, training before we coached it all or did you just yeah, how did you get that that was Thanks, really fellas. good that's literally like because Mark <laughs> and I were watching it and you started speaking and I lent over to Mark and going his American accent's really good <laughs> <laughs> took it down in the phone I was like no write that down write that down <laughs> no man that's just that's just the post editing that's not me voice over voiceover yeah. no, I mean I was I was lucky to I guess I was I've, I've been working on it I mean every Australian actor wants to mm. to work in the US industry mm. I guess mm. yeah um and I mean, you just you're just working on that in your own time in Australia and and whatnot. And uh, <laughs> when I got over there, I was lucky to be working with it with a, with a dialect coach as well, nice. uh, Lisa Mustang, which is you know one of the best in the industry, mm. um, probably the best. And it was just I was that was you know the most amazing thing about working on this film is you're working with the best of the best in yeah. each kind of position. You know, mm. you got the costume designer Mark Bridges, mm. who's done so many of Paul Thomas Anderson's films. You yeah. got um. You know the first ads, uh, the producers, everyone's just incredible, and it yeah. just makes life so simple. Yeah. Um, for 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 an actor that's young and new, I guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now we know there was the scene on the beach where you were shirtless. Now I want to ask, where do you want to go with this? Eh? <laughs> Did you were you doing push-ups off screen? Be honest. Oh man, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> I was doing every every workout under the sun, man. I was, <laughs> Well, you looked sure the great. Was looking tight. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I think that bottle of wine still stuck with me for that for those shirtless scenes. So I had to, you know, I think drinking alcohol is is probably the no go for for the next film. Yeah, yeah. Fair if, if the shirt comes <laughs> yeah. off, the kid comes yeah, off. Like, like Stephen, just give me one second. <laughs> yeah. Just get a quick pump on. Yeah, and with because you also had to do some volleyball scenes when your character was introduced to the start of him and Sammy's relationship. Did you have to like practice volleyball as well? Dude, I had this. I had this stunt double. No way. <laughs> yeah, no. I was I, I met him and he was he's like this, you know, semi pro um 
volleyball player, beach volleyball player and, and all this. And I'm like starting to feel really self-conscious about my volleyball <laughs> skills. And this guy's like a freak. And I'm like, man, you know what? Just do it yourself. And, he's, and, and I, I ended up doing it, but it was just, it was just, it was just weird. And yeah. um, I was, I was dog shit at volleyball. I mean, <laughs> films really do uh, make a little, you know, trick on, on, on what it, yeah. you, know, you perceive yeah. to be. You look like a pro. You yeah. look yeah. good. And I don't have the heart on me to be a good yeah. volleyball player. Man. I'm reaching above the net and stuff. Yeah, I can't yeah. reach above the net. Who, who yeah. are we kidding here? But I mean, I was playing volleyball with my, when I was living in LA, you know, post a film with my, um, with my mates who, who are American and they, uh, and they're like, you know, grow up playing volleyball mm. and they're, they're amazing at yeah, it. Well. I'm just like, they're kind of on the sand, just like trying to find a spot mm. um, and just trying to contribute to the game. And, um, and I was, they were like, what is wrong with you? And they watched, they watched, <laughs> they watched the film with me for the first time. Mm. We had this screening in LA and, um, when we were sitting in the screening, there was uh, the, my boys, the, my friends were just watching it and they were like watching the volleyball scene. Like, what is going on here? Like, Fake. You, you suck at volleyball. Yeah, he's got like a little trampoline like yeah, below his camera. I don't, don't want to say, but there was a, there was something I had to stand on to, yeah, get, yeah, the, nice. to get over it. I have to be honest, man. That's all right. Hey, I'm the shortest one here. It's all right. I know, I know what it's like. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. I also want to talk about um, your final scene, which is one of the final one of the like final scenes in the movie where you get really emotional and you cry, you get angry. What, like, can you cry on demand? Fuck no. Are you, like, how did you, <laughs> how did you do that then? Cause I, every time I watch an actor cry, I go like, how do they just do that? Yeah. Cause they're obviously, they're obviously surrounded by a crew of people and they're like working. Yeah. Like they yeah. can't just. No, it's, it's, I mean, there's those that have that skill and I yeah. envy that for sure. But like, I guess you with such incredible writing, uh, mm. it's it's definitely easier to do. Um, mm. I don't know if I, I really got to where you, I wanted to get to. I mean, you watch the film and, and you, you hate watching uh, your own performance. Um, mm. You know, a year after as well. And it's like, I, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. And you're mm. always going to be self-critical. But yeah. I mean, for, for me, it's just, it's such amazing writing. Um, mm. It's pretty easy to, to get into the emotional kind of st- that state when, when the writing fits how you're meant to be feeling. Mm. Um but you know, just like looking at photos from family and stuff. Oh yeah, and get a bit homesick. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Looking, you know, listening to music. I think music is something. Yeah, that, bit um, of Radiohead or something. You crying yeah. song. <laughs> no, seriously, that music is something yeah. that really. It's one of those, I guess, sensory uh, triggers that that gets you in, mm. into that state. And yeah. um, it's just finding finding those things. Um, you know, those I guess uh, tricks that you can definitely put yeah. yourself into. But I mean, you're doing take after take, like we said before, with mm. um the difference between theory and film it's the repetition of a lot mm. of takes so you don't want to be peaking too early and mm. yeah. in that emotional state you want to be like what working yourself up to that and that, this mm. is the first time doing it so it was like figuring that out on the on the spot and i was peaking too early and, and they'll tell me you know just just hold off and um wow yeah i guess that's a that's a massive learning lesson but it's um mm. you don't realize how many kind of shots you have to do and then what mm. shots you have to do and you know this actor's on camera then now it's your turn so mm. it was yeah confusing so all <laughs> yeah. those takes is like really just like practice letting up like they know they're not going to get it like first take you just want to sort of like really yeah. ease into it and yeah i suppose so yeah mm. yeah all right La- last uh question in the um about the sort of set uh we know you had a bit of a uh raunchy kissing scene <laughs> with one of your co-stars <laughs> i mean when that happened my- <laughs> i leaned over to michael i was like michael definitely write that down definitely write that down <laughs> I mean, what's that like, like kissing someone with a room full of crew and stuff? Is that just really awkward or? Oh man, I'm getting, getting paid to kiss a girl on set <laughs> for, a, for a day. It was, 
it was the dream come true. No, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was definitely, definitely awkward to yeah. begin with. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you do your math wash together and you're looking at each other like, you know, <laughs> we both know what's about to happen. Yeah. Oh, it's like, God. it's just, it was a strange situation. It's work, you know. But you ease into it. And I guess mm. you had that conversation with, with the director, with the other actor. And um, Do they have like intimacy, like coordinators and things? Or oh, man, not it, was, really? it was pretty early stages in okay. the in the intimacy so it was just pg michael come on it was just a snog but come i'm on, sure man. there was intimacy coaches for for other things yeah, yeah. nice yeah. Yeah. uh all right fifth and final film fifth and final film from blockbuster mm. what are you picking uh my idol uh heath ledger and um, not going to say The Dark Knight, but Brokeback Mountain. Oh, wow. Good. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Great answer. Yeah. Why yeah. can't I quit you? <laughs> <laughs> love that film. Yeah. That is an unreal pick. Mm. I mean, for me, it was obviously the film uh, in itself, but just, I guess, his performance. Mm. Um, just incredible. And and I, I saw an interview with him speaking about the film and mm. um, and Ennis's character. And uh, it was a character that there was, there was not, he wasn't, representing himself vocally with the dialogue as much as it was yeah. physically driven mm. and to, to do a performance where it is physically driven and, and you completely understand his motives and intentions throughout the whole film. Um, yeah. It's like, wow, you know, he's, he's just killed this performance. Um, yeah. That was really good. Yeah. I, I feel like that I know, broke a lot of stereotypes and stuff of like yeah. male, like yeah, macho. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was like one of the <laughs> first and... films where that was, you know, a, a gay relationship yeah. mm. um, explored on on film with right? like two straight actors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They, they, there was a lot of backlash and stuff, but yeah, it was. I mean, it was such and an important. He, film. he described yeah. his character as a as a homophobic in love with a male. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's and I think that's kind of watch. a good way to wrap up yeah. that performance. Summarize that performance. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace, Heath. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. All right, now let's talk about the premiere. So the film's wrapped um you obviously the, i assume the premiere was in la mm -hmm. what was it like i mean you've sort of touched on it what was it like when you saw yourself on screen for the first time mm -hmm. were you in awe or were you cringing a little bit like you know shirt over your head sort <laughs> yeah, of thing no, was, like yeah seriously all of the above it was right. uh, <laughs> yeah just cringing mostly but uh <laughs> um I, I i watched it uh for the first time before the premiere in, a, in this screening in la and it was um it was my friends so i had some support with me good and, mm -hmm. um I sat down and then I, I look behind me and there's there's uh Andrew Garfield and um oh Laura Dern sitting oh behind my. me. He's and a I'm triple like, threat. <laughs> man, I'm 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 watching this, like this film that I've been a part of for the first time and I've got like these two idols behind me like fuck <laughs> their pressure is on. <laughs> oh my god. And I was just just yeah, cringing. But did they, you speak to them? Yeah, they, I mean they were very complimentary at, at the end, which was which was pretty cool. But uh That's so awesome. Holy yeah, shit. it's just I mean that was just one of my first experiences like wow, like this is this mm. is like the like the world I'm entering. Yeah. Mm. You know, if I get another beef commercial, this is the world <laughs> I could potentially be entering. And it's yeah. uh, to be rubbing shoulders with like people like that. Mm. It was like you know, they're, they're all human and, and obviously and it's but you just you respect them so much that you kinda of put them on that pedestal in a way. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. I, I definitely would. I don't know how I'd behave if I was around Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Wig out. Especially because, like, not every actor starts out so young, but they would have had their own journey. So I guess when they're giving you those compliments about your performance, like, they're, you'd hope they're being, like, honest. So yeah. you, that would have been a huge sort of wrap for yourself, especially mm -hmm. in your first feature film. But on that point, so your career's just started. And you, you know, you, you've had this amazing experience on the Fablemans. Mm. Was it what you expected? 
man, what are you meant to expect with that mm. kind of thing? I, mm. I just, I didn't know what to expect. Seriously, I was, you expect the worst to happen um, in, individually from mm. your own performance. And then you also expect, you know, that this is going to be the most amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you just hope that it lands somewhere in, 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 in between. <laughs> in the middle, yeah, yeah, of course. And, um, I, I, it, it obviously exceeded my expectations of how, much of a, a smooth and comfortable transition it would be. Mm. Um, you know, there's there's all these amazing people looking after you and it's it makes life pretty, pretty, pretty cruisy. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But yeah. And I know, like, as we said, it is early on, but do you have any sort of goals and aspirations to maybe get into writing or directing in the future? I mean, I know it's it's early, but have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll stay in my lane for now. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, definitely, like, I'd love, I'd love to... To I guess explore other parts uh, components of of the industry one day, but um, directed beef commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah get, get some get some revenge, mate. Yeah, I don't know if don't that could be a bit PTSD for beef. I might have to do like transition to chicken or something. Yeah. But um, yeah. you, could, you could write a movie about a beef commercial. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know, just make it really intense. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Now stay my lane for now. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, I've got two other questions. So, the Oscar nominations came out today. As of the time of recording. Yeah. Congratulations. Fabian Wins has done so well, it's deserving of it across so many awards. Yeah. And because of that, what do you think your, I don't know how many movies you've seen in the past year, but what was your favorite non Fablemans movie of 2022? Because mm. mm. it's been such an amazing it's year. It's been an awesome year. Yeah, good question. I mean, it's hard to miss Top Gun. Mm. That, was, that was just... <laughs> I mean, for, that was unreal. You can you can choose a favorite film for for different reasons. Yeah, but for sure, that that was that was cool. Yeah. Watching that in a cinema, oh, yeah. big screen, the sound, yeah. it was just. I think that yeah. was. Yeah, that <laughs> we was, love that Tom Cruise. He's we do. He, oh, he he's made, a crazy cat, but he's no, good. No, no, no. That's tough. Huh? I don't know, man. I don't think he needs it to be honest. He's. I mean, he's Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. it all. He's that's, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. yeah, about you guys? Uh for oh, there's been so many. I think Top Gun's definitely up there. Mm. Um, I'd have to say, gun to, the head, gun to the head. What do you say? I'm saying everything, everywhere, all yeah, at once. That was, that was yeah. amazing. I think because you hear about this movie because it came out earlier in the year, mm. and people can't yeah, even. You know, was it 21? Yeah, it was. Like no, 2022. Wasn't it early? It was early. Sorry, last my, I'm getting my years all mixed up. Uh, yeah, it was 2022. Sorry, right. but it was early, early 2022. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah, that, yeah. that and Top Gun were mm. my my top two. For yeah, sure. yeah. I think like I was hearing about it, and no one could explain what it was about. Mm. And then I think I saw Just it by myself on like a Sunday. I was pretty hungover. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I had no idea what to expect. And my mind was just Ripsy blown. Harder. Yeah. Well, that that film is yeah. something like you you walk in not knowing what to expect, seriously. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like you 100%. can kind of have a, a mm. little gist of the rest of the films that were nominated, but that yeah. the Triangle of Sadness as well. That was, oh, that was pretty crazy. That was great. Yeah. What about the ending part, of that? The part one was incredible. I mean, the writing yeah. in that, the between the Oh, in the restaurant, the, models, the couple. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. That was amazing. Yeah. Fred I again. Haven't watched, is... I haven't watched Taya. That that looks good. I haven't seen it. Michael has mixed feelings about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kate Blanchett is. She's, she's a ma- she's icon. stunning. She's yeah. amazing. Um, she watched me in a play once. <laughs> she watched you in a play. <laughs> yeah, once. yeah. She came and watched what like. <laughs> so you guys, did you guys she, acted at school as well? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was in like a high school play. Michael didn't. Right. He was yeah. a, he was the jock. I was he was the jock. I was Logan. And yeah, she. She came and watched me in a play. It was that that that's my biggest what moment. What was the play? Yeah. Oof, I think it was like Tales of the Arabian Mice or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just put a bunch of different titles together. No, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's it's real. Tales, 
I wish I could say like 12 yeah. Angry Men or like Noises Off or something, but it was it was uh, yeah. Tales of the Rabbit Mice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, so that's my claim to fame. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Favorite Australian cinema podcast? Oh, come on. You can't do that, Jimmy. <laughs> really putting him on the spot. He's in a mate. So let's go. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yes. yes. It's, it's on uh, camera. It's on camera. We, we got, got it recorded. It. 4K, literally. <laughs> awesome. All right. I think we can wrap it up there. Yeah. That's been unreal. Sam, thanks so much for coming on. First ever Sunday blockbuster episode on Cinemates. First ever celebrity Chose guest. some amazing movies. Yeah. Thanks, boy. For your Sunday night. You have some really good insight in the industry and like all those like set stories and stuff. It was unreal. So yeah. thank you so much for coming awesome. on again. Thanks for having me on Cinemates. Let's go. No, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait to see Spells. what you do next as well. Uh, and, you know, hopefully when you've taken over the world, you'll come back and, and remember and the we'll, Cinemates we'll boys. Do another, we'll do another podcast. We'll do another podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, unreal. No, absolute pleasure chatting with you and congrats again on an amazing achievement of performance. In go the watch The Fablements. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, yeah, go, watch, go it. watch it. It's unreal. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also, check out our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time. Chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.